episode 100. Danny, goddamn, we made it. We did, dude. I'm super excited. We just mentioned, you know, off air that this is the first episode of the new year. It is our 100th episode, and we've got some really cool shit planned today. And this is Fried Squirms. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm Tyler. I'm Danny. This has been a super cool weekend already. We just recorded the latest Jafar yesterday, so we would love it. I mean, I know we're just throwing shit at you right off the bat, but it's a celebration today. We're having fun. Yeah, it's a celebration. (laughs) We're having a shit ton of fun. So if you guys want to see our beautiful faces, go get caught up on the series before the latest episode comes out. That's just a friendly reminder by For the Right Price Productions (laughs) up on YouTube. Go check that out, please. You get to see us as the stars. Yeah, not only do you hear our voices, you see our beautiful faces. But beyond that, fuck that. <laughs> this is our episode 100, yeah. not episode 5 I of know, Jafar. Right? Yeah, we've got a little way to go before that reaches 100. Shit. Dude, I mean, I know that we started this podcast, like, kind of just figuring it would go forever. Yeah. I mean, I guess we never really had an end point in mind. It was just like, just there's a shit ton of horror movies to get to. Wow. No but kidding. it still seems kind of surreal hitting... It does. This high of a fucking number. It is a really cool milestone for us. And you're right, starting off, we didn't really have any, like, milestones that we had in mind. It's just along the way, we're like, oh, this is cool. We're, like, on our episode 10th, 25th, 50th, 100th now. So, yeah, dude, it's cool. It is very surreal, but talking to people, telling them that we're on our 100th, it's, like, it's cool because they acknowledge that we've hit this milestone. Good. They better. Yeah, I know, right? We're actually going to end up having people help us acknowledge that here really yeah, soon. we are. We've always given a little bit behind the scenes, so maybe I'll catch up, I guess. I mentioned it a little bit before on one of the other episodes. Originally, Jesse was supposed to come back for this one. That didn't end up happening. There's a lot of technical difficulties, and he just doesn't actually live in this town anymore. So we're going to get Jesse back at some point, yeah. but... It's probably going to be a sudden, really random episode, and he'll be going through all of our stats like he did for episode That's going to be fun, yeah. It's a little bit of a bummer he's not here for this, because I was looking way forward to that. The fucking tagline game last time was, was so, so much fun. It was. There was several that threw us off, and, you know, it's just the wording. Blackula. I know, dude. Who would have thought that one? Especially... So we are, whether you guys like it or not, we are going to end up with another episode like that. It's just not going to be our hundredth. It'll be something random and it's not going to make sense, but (laughs) it'll be because we have him back. Yeah, but you're right. I do like having Jesse on. I can see why you guys started doing podcasts in the first place. It's just very knowledgeable and it's fun talking with them. It's it's fun having guests on, period. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that when it does happen. So when we realized that Jesse wasn't going to be able to make it for this episode, we started having to put other plans into gear. We threw a couple ideas out, I think. Nothing that was ever very more solid than like a sentence worth of like, eh, maybe that would be cool. Some of the ideas include putting out some emails that I think we're going to do anyway, just to see if we can get some special guests back. Yeah, that's going to be fun. That would be cool. But even if that doesn't happen, we basically decided to finally nail down something we've been trying to do for a while. You're right. So we have done two iterations of this particular segment. I'm not going to name it yet, but I think the first person we had on, 
It, it was gone closer to the yeah. actual. Exactly. So it could have gone either way because he's not like a huge horror fan per se. But when we had Jeff on, that was a whole different story because he's seen plenty of films. Yeah, we fucked that one up. No, I mean, it was still cool. I mean, it was still fun to have him on. You know? We fucked that one up. Ah, it's okay. It was still nice to introduce him to Ichi. So that was fun. But you're right. I think today, though, it's very special because if I'm not mistaken, I don't I think, think we cracked it. I think you're right. I think the people that we have on aren't as well versed as people we've had on in the past. So, Marky Mark, I know that you got really excited when you yeah. saw that we were going to be talking about Dead Alive again. Fuck yeah. But we're not really going to be talking about Dead Alive again. No, we're just going to be watching it. <laughs> However, I think a close runner-up to us talking about it again is going to be the fact that we're going to be showing that movie. Oh, man. And at least one other today, but for sure two others in general, yeah. to a group of people who have never seen them before. I'm stoked about that fact. And Fried Squirms listeners, for our 100th episode, we bring to you the Test Your Fright competition. Yes. Yes. So we have three guinea pigs today. They're not here yet. Not yet. Not yet. That's okay. That's why we're doing this right now. But yeah, the films that we have online, you've already mentioned The Dead Alive. The other two, dude, we've covered them before. And it's going to be fun introducing them to both of those as well. So, for if you're new to this, or if you've just heard the old Test Your Frights and want to know why this is different, here's how. Like we said, we have three people coming in. That's a big difference. Oh, yeah. The other big difference is, it's a competition. These motherfuckers are going to go for a prize that we haven't actually went out and bought yet. Undetermined, right? We have an idea of what it's going to be, but it's okay. We're probably not going to get to the end today, (laughs) just due to time constraints. Exactly. We've chose three movies... We've actually chose six movies. We have. But we've chose three movies for this first round. All three of these people don't do well with horror movies. I know one of them really well. I know he really doesn't do well with horror movies. (laughs) That's going to be so fucking awesome. (laughs) We've gotten them to agree to sit down in a room with us. We're going to go through these movies in basically order of easiest to get through to the hardest to get through. I would agree with that. Yeah, for sure. Me and Danny have went beforehand through these movies and chosen scenes in the movie at which if our viewers make it through that section, they get a point. Exactly. Obviously, the winner is the person with the most points. We're actually pretty sure they're not going to make it all the way through all three movies. I agree with you there. I have some, you know, right now some reservations, but there are some scenes watching these movies and it's like, oh, I would be very surprised if any of them get through this section and so forth and such. So yeah, that's going to be fun when they do bow out. So as they bow out, we're going to have all the recording stuff set up. We're not going to be just running this live. We're not going to have like... <gasps> all this shit and then have to go through it and you guys are listening to like five hours of us watching them watch a movie fuck that noise when they bounce out they're gonna come over to this other room and i'm gonna interview them a little bit try to find out exactly what got them to tap out what they think of the movie maybe what they thought of beforehand all that sort of shit because as we've said before, we do this because we don't feel that about these movies. You're absolutely right. Like, that feeling, I won't say it's gone, but it's few and far between at this point. So it'll help us get a little bit more of an insight into them. I'm excited to see their competitive juices going. Yeah. Because I do think they are going to push further past than what they would normally be. If by themselves. If by themselves. Yeah. Maybe we went and we end up with some new horror fans. 
I would hope so. And if not, that's okay. At least they've been exposed to some things that they know they can't go beyond at this point. So the movies we're going to be covering, we did have some criteria for choosing movies. In case you're curious at all, we are going to be going in this order, Dead Alive, House of a Thousand Corpses, Hell yeah. and Terrifier. <laughs> yeah. That's round one. Now, if you want to know more about any of those movies, we have covered them all in older podcasts. So if you want to know what we think about those movies, we ask that you hit pause right now and go check that shit out. Yeah, at least you get an idea of what, you know, what we thought and some of the old cast and crew and all that fun shit in between. When it came out, yeah, exactly. trivia bits. In the case of House of a Thousand Corpses, you get to hear about <laughs> the fact that we tried to do oh, it on man. fucking shrooms. That's so funny. We tried. <laughs> we tried. Didn't work. However, <laughs> so, God, where was I? We're just talking about the film. So, yeah, House of a Thousand Corpses and then Terrifier. And now, you might be yeah. wondering why these movies. To be honest, they weren't our first choices. Our first choices are now what makes our second round. Oh, yeah. This is probably going to be the year of Test Your Fright. I love it. We want to do three rounds take the winner from each round, and have them go through a more extreme version. <laughs> so hopefully, fingers crossed, we get to the second round of Ichi the Killer, oh, man. Cannibal Holocaust, and Martyrs. Dude, I know, that's a gauntlet right there. That one we might even rename. That might not even be Test Your Fright anymore. I'm kind of leaning towards something like the Three Extreme Challenge. I'm okay with that. But yeah. that also kind of makes it sound like we're watching Three Extremes. Three extremes. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. You know, we have some time to kind of figure out all those details. Actually, I kind of wanted to name this version Three Extreme Challenge, but I couldn't think of a version of that. To me, that makes it sound like we're watching Three Extremes. Yeah, exactly. And we've talked about But that's only because extremes. I'm a giant horror fan. Like, yeah. I have a feeling maybe not that many people know of Three Extremes. <laughs> so we might be able to just get away with that in the future. This fucking episode might be titled Three Extreme Challenge by the time it's actually that's uploaded. Okay. Yeah, we've got time. We've got time. But no, I think it's going to be fun regardless. And yeah, the films that we have set for today are going to be fun because for us, they're, of course, not on that super extreme end. They're just kind of, I think, like a good home base to start off with. But I still think is a good foray into the extreme. Oh, no doubt. It's kind of guiding now, you into I, it. Honestly, it feels really weird using the word extreme when we're talking about something like House of a Thousand yeah, Corpses. I but, I mean, honestly, that's the bridge. Because Dead Alive is comedy. It just happens to be one of the bloodiest, Super goriest movies ever made. Yeah. So we're kind of going for the gross out with that movie. House is the transition. It's going to start to get weird. It especially starts to get weird towards the end. Oh, yeah. A little bit more visceral. A little bit more visceral. You have shit like the dad. Oh, dude. Skin suit. Yeah. Stuff like that, I think, will get them on edge. Yeah. And then going into Terrifier, as we pointed out, the only kills in Terrifier are overkill. Yes, they are, and I love it. But you're right. It's going to be fun to see how... I don't think any of them are going to make it to Terrifier. I don't. I think that one's going to be the one that's really going to... You know, to see like how far along... It's going to be fun to see when each one bows out at in, what point. In my notes, I wrote it down as tiebreaker fire. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, like I said, how they get through the first one and then with House and then eventually with Terrifier. I am worried. I kind of think that they're all going to make it through the first movie. I think so. I think, yeah, I think there's some scenes that maybe, maybe. I think we might have went a little bit too easy. Okay. House is a little bit more up in the air. I think as the movies start to get more mean-spirited, yeah. 
that's when we're going to start to see them sweat. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Take some pictures. That's right. We're going to do something. Oh, yeah, I was saying the criteria. The other reason we ended up choosing these movies was because we had already covered them, so we didn't have to introduce anything. Exactly. And honestly, like one of the first movies we thought of doing for this was Found. Yeah, for sure. But then we realized that there's one big problem with Found. That problem is that my eight-year-old sister can make it through 90% of Found. Because nothing really fucked up happens till the end of the movie. We needed movies where shit was happening on kind of a regular clip. Yeah, we needed some beats, whereas, like you said, with Found, it doesn't really happen until that last little 10-15 minutes, yeah. And as far as these three movies go, I'd say the one that has the most conventional build-up is also House. But I think that's going to work in our favor, because as it builds up, it just also continues to get weirder and weirder. And I think we might crack somebody with Dr. Satan. I think so. I think there's a couple of different scenes in that film where, whether it's all three, I can see maybe two out of the three. Yeah, so we'll see. All right. Anyway, now you all have the concept. I suppose afterwards or something, we can go through how many points each movie was or something like that. But for right now, I think we're going to pause this recording. In like 30 minutes, our contestants should be showing up. And when they do, we're going to pop this back on. You'll get to know all of them a little bit. We're going to explain to them the final rules. And then we're going to head over to the other room and start fucking doing this shit. So excited. I hope you are as excited as we are because I'm super stoked for this. Hell yeah. So it's going to be a fun way to kick off our 100th episode. And once again, thank you for joining us. Oh, and since we're the fried squirms, I do want to point out that the strain that I'm mostly going to be serving up today, I think, is very on the money just because of the name. And uh, I'm mostly going to be loading in some Deadhead. Ooh, yeah, baby. For the fried squirms. Jerry. (laughs) Hell yeah. Of course, yeah. Most people, if they really know Deadhead, they'll know it's Jerry. (laughs) But just the name alone, Deadhead, I think is pretty fitting for a horror podcast. I think so, yeah, for us, for sure. (laughs) And it's been pretty fucking stony, so. Hell yeah, dude. So yeah, I'm excited. Uh, whenever our guests get here, yeah, well, like I said, we'll do the formal introductions, and then uh, everything else will be underway. All right. Hold on to your seats. We'll be back in 30 minutes, but it's going to be literally no time to you fuckers at home. <laughs> All right, yo, we're back. We have a full studio, and seriously, like, this is more people than we've ever had in here. Yes, this is the fullest we've had so far as far as capacity goes this is the most people that's been in this room since i had five roommates (laughs) (laughs) so nice and even then i don't think we all got into this room at the same time oh there you go (laughs) so there wasn't any reason for it plus it had like a bunk bed in here at the time so that's definitely not in here now (laughs) well like you said we've got all of our contestants on what we like to do is when we bring somebody new on is we like to introduce of course and then Maybe you can give us uh, an idea, like we said, of your first entries or forays into horror. So whomever would like to start off Wait, all I, at once. I want to make one other note real yeah, quick. Yeah. This is the first time we've had females on the it show. It is. So you're really? the yeah. first two lady guests that Quayley. we've had. Quayley. Let's go. Quayley. Quayley is going to be bringing it in. <laughs> so we do have Hanley, Quincy, and Dylan. Who wants to say something first? I can go first. <laughs> um, I don't handle horror well at all, and it has been that's routinely... what we wanted to hear. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's been routinely made fun of throughout my life by my friends. The first memory I have with horror was uh, Eddie Murphy's Haunted Mansion, which gave me nightmares for months as a like small child, and that's when I decided never to touch it again. 
I think the only horror I've been introduced to lately is uh, The Quiet Place I went okay. to the theater of, and that's more dramatic than anything else, and even that I could barely handle. Now, I know that a few months ago you also watched The Witch. Oh, you're right. I did catch that one. I uh, watched about most of it with one eye, with the other one being covered, and a blanket in my chair. That's oh, awesome. this is going to be fun. So, yes, it is. Oh, I think we're already getting a handle on what we're looking at here. <laughs> I don't know how well I'm going to do, but I do have a little bit of a competitive fire with this one. Some of my competitors have been talking a little bit, coming up to this. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. So, I'm ready. I don't know if I'm going to handle it well, but... Well, cool. Well, thank you for joining us. Okay. Thanks for uh, having me. Now, part of the thing is, y'all aren't normally into horror, so normally what would you, would you be doing right now? I mean, maybe not right now, but like to fill up your free time. Because it wouldn't be watching the movies that we're about to make you watch. It'd be watching like innocent anime. Okay. So very opposite side of the spectrum. Nice. Cool. Alright, let's just go down the line. Quincy. Yeah, what's up? Alright, so what's your history with horror, if any? Earliest stuff? Maybe um, what tends to get you on edge? I don't think I have much of a history with horror. I don't seek it out normally, but I can deal with like psychological horror. I do have a specific memory of my friends wanting to watch the Saw trilogy when we were like in seventh grade and I took myself out and like laid behind the couch and waited for it to be <laughs> So I'm not awesome. good with gore. Okay. Not good with gore. Okay. That's good that's, to know. That's good to know. Okay. Uh, right there too. Not good with gore. I also watched The Witch, but I made it through. <laughs> oh, oh it's it starts. It's starting already. Okay, so normally, not horror, Quincy first. Oh, like yeah. any of the 80 billion shows I apparently need to catch up on? Yeah. Maybe The Good Place. Cool, cool. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah. All right, Haley, and now your history with horror. Ooh, I don't have much of a history either. I only had one friend that would seek it out in like middle school, high school, and then we'd have to watch like a Disney movie afterwards, so... <laughs> We didn't do it that often, but yeah, we'd watch like The Ring, all those classics, but not a whole lot. Alright, although short, I think that gives the audience a pretty good idea of what we're dealing with, to be honest. Cause exactly. Those are some good specific examples of shit that I know that people we listen to have seen and know how bad it is. Exactly. Okay. So yeah, we've got some really good ones today for you guys. We've kind of tallied up the points, so that way Tyler and I both know how it's you know, divvied up. Maybe we should go through some of the rules. Right, so it'll yeah. be, what did you say, 35 total points. 35 total points across all three of the films. We're probably not going to do all three films today, just as a reminder. Yeah, we're going to save you from like six hours of movies. So. <laughs> Unless, of course, for some reason, number two makes you guys tap out really quickly. Neither of us actually think that's going to be the case. No. But it's a possibility. Prove us wrong. <laughs> so... Yeah, as far as rules goes, you all were asking earlier, like, if you could, like, cover eyes and shit. When you guys cover your eyes, like, you guys can do that as much as you want. Danny's just going to make a note of it. And let's say at the end of all three rounds, two people has 23 points, then that's going to be the tiebreaker. Okay. okay. If you keep, like, your eyes covered for more than, like, two, three seconds then it's not going to count as one against you. It's probably going to count as, like, three against you. What if you cover one eye? Or what about <clears throat> squinting? Yeah, what about squinting or three Squinting's a little bit more at his discretion. Yeah, yeah. Now, it depends he, on, the, on the squint itself. However, if you, like, were to completely check out, like, hands over the ears, <laughs> like, face and lap, 
If that goes for like two and a half seconds, then that's the same as a tap out. You're done. Okay. That's so short. I feel like that's as long as it takes to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put it this way. Like, if we know that you guys are tuning out, you know, in a yeah, particular sure. scene, then yeah. We'll use some discretion there, though. Okay. Now, that's pretty much the basics of the rules. You guys are just going to try to get to the movies at that point. Once you tap out, we'll come over here, and I'll ask you some questions about what you thought of it. Now, here's the nice thing, too, is that they really don't know what they're watching today, either. No, so actually, I was, was going to start off with a question, so... The very first movie that you guys are going to watch, it's from 1992. 1992, yeah. Its name is Dead Alive. It has an AKA as well. From the name Dead Alive, one after each other, what do you think this movie's about? Just from the name. Oh, zombies? Yeah. That was where I jumped to. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty close. The only thing I remember you mentioning about it too was it's in New Zealand. It is in New Zealand. Yeah, I tried to look for something and there's a lot. Well, it, well it's here's the thing. I'm really glad, that. since you looked it up, it was not released as Dead Alive in New Zealand. It was released as Brain Dead. The United States was the only place it was released as Dead Alive. However, that's also where it got the most popular, and it's how you find people referring to the movie. Okay, so here's something that's interesting about the fact that it is a New Zealand film, is the fact of who the director is. And it's uh, Peter Jackson. So this is one of his first movies that he directed. It was it like his third film, maybe? Third, I yeah. think so. After uh, Bad so, Taste yeah, and Bad Taste Feebles. and Feebles, yeah. So this is uh, some early Peter Jackson. So, I'm not feeling particularly confident at this point. <laughs> oh, come on, just... just we got on, this, Dylan. Dylan. The fire We're going to the Shire. Can do this. We're going to the Shire. Yeah. <laughs> Bring the fire to the Shire. Yeah. Shire uh, zombies. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. Okay. It's interesting, um, yeah. I think we'll just leave it at that for now. Yeah, they they got that it's zombies. Yep. We're going to go in and show them what Dead Alive is all about. Oh, so I, to be completely honest, I think all three of you are going to make it through yeah, this movie. Yeah, I have total faith that you this can This movie get is more of a comedy than anything. We're going to ease you into this. Okay. Cool. Peace, listeners. <laughs> Test your fright. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, so uh, as predicted, movie. you all made it. Congratulations. Thank you. Thanks, Thank I you. guess. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, you all made it to the end, guessing at equal points then. Yeah, everybody. I'm not going to ask you to tally up anything no, else right now. Everybody passed. So you're neck and neck. Flying colors. So far. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so first off, how do you feel having watched what's considered to be one of the bloodiest slash goriest movies to have ever been made? I thought it was really bad, but yeah. <laughs> considering ever made, now it's not. Arguably. It doesn't feel quite as bad. I feel like it turned its title. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> it was all very humorous, gore too. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. About halfway through, I was close to my limit on gore, but then once you get towards the end, it uh, <laughs> you gotta get desensitized a little bit. I have to say, this is one of my favorite times having ever watched this movie. Oh, man. Just yeah. to hear the outbursts. <laughs> yeah, way worse for me. Yeah, facial expressions. Were yeah, okay. <laughs> That's You all made it, so how about one by one? Let's just go in the same order we did before. Dylan, how was your kind of quick... I mean, you don't have to sit here and talk to us for 20 minutes about how your experience how was. How make you squeal? Yeah. <laughs> I think you had the most, like, shocked outbursts out of the room. <laughs> I, uh, I react angrily when things upset me. And uh, this movie did a good job of 
using their effects well and then keeping it creative. So you never saw what was coming. I think that was the biggest thing for me. <laughs> was like, you'd be like, oh, that's really gross. And then the next scene, they'd be like, hey, you remember this gross thing? It's even worse or different. <laughs> and uh, uh, kept yeah. it coming. What had you closest to tapping out? When the mother ran her hands under a woman's face. <laughs> oh, was, that soon? I, that was up there for me. I hated that. Um, the rest after that was mostly just like, so good. please stop. But that one was like so unexpected that it came close. Nice. Okay. Quincy? I don't know what you guys just subjected me to. <laughs> I think I'm still processing it. I can't get over the like organ creature. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Like uh, voids, intestinal in tract. Yeah. Slash ass. yeah. Voids what? guts. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even joking. I legit want a plushie That's of, gross. of voids guts. <laughs> no. Hard no. They did add a surprising amount of character to it. It weirdly expressed emotions well, which was terrifying. <laughs> it realized itself. That's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, <laughs> Quincy's still processing. Haley? Also still processing. Probably some of the moments like where the girl at the party had the hand come through her mouth. Yeah. Oh, you know that yeah. stuff? That was gross. That was not good. That wasn't even a point. I can't no, remember it wasn't. if that wasn't. No. 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 Although I think there was one right before that. That's the most, the main yeah, reason so why. We'll eventually show you guys, but the way we split up some of the points towards the end was in that party sequence. So there were certain Okay. Yeah, Milestones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because the party itself it is like it's just one it's long, just gnarly, mm-hmm. gnarly bit of disgustingness. Oh my god, it's so good. So, how do you guys now feel about the fact that Peter Jackson was entrusted with the Lord of the Rings franchise? In retrospect, questionable. I couldn't put that together. Surprisingly, I was sitting there blood. thinking about it, yeah. watching it. I was like, Absolutely. Did you see him playing with forced perspective with a baby? For sure. Yes. The baby in, like, four of the scenes at the park was definitely a full-grown adult. Yeah, for yes. sure. Yes, yeah. 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 I thought they did a surprising job with pretty much all of their effects. While we're on the baby, though, I loved that baby for 90% <laughs> of the movie. What? I thought it was comedic relief. I just thought it was, like, funny to run around. Like yeah, a toddler. exactly. And then it split through a woman's face, and it lost <laughs> all my respect. Yeah. <laughs> That's so awesome. And I guess towards the end, I did want Lionel to get bit or something. He's so dumb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just kept going throughout the party. You're like, it's gonna happen. He's gonna... Yeah, someone's gonna get him. To me, even though it was New Zealand, I'll just call back to our episode, Lionel felt almost Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. Super polite. <laughs> just yes. kind of aloof. Just kind of wanted everything to keep going. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, I do want to say that we did not watch the uncut version. Thank you. Not much more is added <laughs> in. Not much more is added in, gore-wise. There's a tiny bit more of the party, yeah. but it's not too much gore. It's just that the biggest thing is that the priest and the nurse try fucking again right in the middle of the hall. <laughs> but it does add one more tidbit. And how does it make you feel about the guy that basically ends up a hockey puck to find oh. out that there's a running gag in the uncut version that alludes to the fact that he's probably a pedophile? <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. Oh. Well, wow. <laughs> I mean... That definitely... Some of my best friends are pedophiles. <laughs> definitely don't feel bad for him, but I don't know. I didn't really feel bad for any of them, to be honest. Alright, so now, how does it make you guys feel knowing that that's only the first film? Are you reassured? 
Are you a little bit more hesitant about what could be coming next? Well, because it's you two, I'm hesitant. It's yeah. <laughs> uh, good to know. Yeah. I'm definitely more convinced that probably the second and maybe the third movie are going to come down to who can make it further and not make it all the way without accepting penalties. Yeah, I think you're just I think we're confidence. probably going to end up Are we going to go into horror or is it going to stay gore? Well, we do have to mention, like, there's subgroups, like... Just like with any other genre. So within horror, you have things like horror, slashers, splatter. vampire, splatter. I mean, so this is just one subsect. So mm-hmm. we kind of figured that true, like, scaring you guys is way too subjective. Yeah. Because it would either be us sitting here and trying to guess forever, or just being like, hey, you scared of spiders? Cool, I'm going to put on arachnophobia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And also because it's really hard to find movies where you guys can get points on a consistent basis through the movie, we kind of had to lean more towards the gore end of the spectrum. That's not to say the ones that are coming up aren't scary. We just had really certain criteria we had to hit to even be able to be like, okay, that's worth a point. Okay, that's worth a point. Yeah, they have to kind of have a beat to them, you know, throughout. So both of these movies have things that could more scare you. But they also are built upon the fact that they hit extreme moments every now and then, which is kind of a style within horror all of itself. So, yeah, so it's going to be a blend of things, you know. So it's not one more so than the other. Yeah. So okay, so <laughs> yeah, the second movie. Now that we're about to start it, <laughs> and we'll do the same as we did before. Yeah. You guys can try to guess what it's about. The name of the movie is House of a Thousand Corpses. Is it like a serial killer thriller type thing? Like, that's kind of what I'm going for. It's like, okay. it probably won't have a literal thousand corpses, but maybe like over time it's done it or something. Okay. A little more dramatic, maybe. I mean, we're not going to give you the answer now, so just throw out guesses. You're going to find out what the fuck it is. I'm that. myself up. Oh, I don't have a guess. I know that you told me about it, and I'm trying to call back Remember. to what it was. Yeah, yeah. I got nothing, though. Yeah, I talk too much. It's okay. It's okay. Well, one thing I did want to mention, I was going to mention it while you guys were watching mm-hmm. it, but... Oh, yeah, I was going to say, cut back on uh, it. I completely forgot I was going to say okay. it before this segment. Did anybody notice Peter Jackson's cameo? Yeah, he was in the film. Was he a delivery guy? No. no. Okay. Then no, I the delivery guy was way was too like. good looking to yeah. be Peter Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> was he the cameraman? No? No. The dude at the party with the camera? Was no, no. Yes, Haley. I didn't notice. Okay. <laughs> Young Peter Jackson was the assistant to the guy in the morgue that ate the sandwich oh. after oh. it exploded on that's the him. Okay. That's Yeah, Peter that's Peter Jackson. Yeah, sure is. So there's a bit of trivia. <laughs> yeah. I'm still building my movie knowledge. Once again, the guy that made that movie made the fucking Lord of the Rings, and I'm still trying to figure this out. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. so far. I think that's I the guess. fun part, too, about films like these, is you find out that whether it's actors or directors or what have you, a lot of them do get their start in horror. And like I said, Peter Jackson is no exception to the rule, especially with James the, Gunn. Yeah. Yeah, we covered him. <laughs> so it's fun. It's interesting. So, yeah. So, yeah, we'll go into House of a Thousand oh, Corpses. <laughs> well, oh, wait, one other thing first. Would you guys recommend that movie to anybody? No. Maybe. Under specific circumstances, I think. I definitely think I have a group of friends that have a lot of fun with that. Although... Saying it right now, because they might be listening at some point, I'm not watching it with them. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, I, I was looking forward to that one just because it's one that I grew up actually watching that one like at an early age. So I was exposed to it pretty yeah, early. Um, I was excited for Lord of the Rings because of yeah, yeah, Dead Alive. It's pretty awesome. Because world. Yeah, we're both looking forward to the 4K restoration, which is coming out later soon. this year. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my god, cool. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, House of a Thousand Corpses, I will preface it. By saying this is one of my favorite movies of all time that oh, you're about to watch. Too, yeah. I used to put this on as background noise when I was in college. I have seen this movie upwards of 30 times really easy. There are actually people that we know that have been in the studio with us that wish they could be here yeah, just, just seeing your guys' reactions to this. Oh boy. Oh. That worries me greatly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. There's still definitely fun in it, but we're about to start getting a little bit more mean-spirited. Oh. So. Just so you know, House of a Thousand Corpses, good luck. We'll see which one of you I see in here first. <laughs> Test your fright. Damn, y'all are still here? What the shit? Still no, okay. Here. So, this one wasn't as funny. No. No, no not nearly as funny. Well, maybe for some of the characters. Not for us. <laughs> Last time we, when we came back into this room, there was a lot more laughs and joy, and you all are seeming rather subdued right now. Let's talk about it a little bit. What happened? So much. It was a fairly stereotypical start of like a group of kids that strangely didn't get along very well, mm -hmm. going to the wrong place at the wrong time. But tell you what, this one had much more of a steady incline of fear than the last one. Weirdness. Yeah. <laughs> was there any parts that had any of you close to tapping? No, I was just in it, in the trenches the whole time. Not particularly, <laughs> although I will say, by the end, I was jumping at everything. Like, if that movie had been 30 minutes longer, it probably would have gotten to me. We've been saying that we think it's the third one that's going to make you guys oh, yeah, tap, yeah. unfortunately, yeah. and that we'd probably have to go through all of these, too. <laughs> Though I did think that there was a chance that just... Even just one of you might end up tapping when Otis kissed her through her dad's face. It's okay, my uh, my throat closed. Like, uh, that was, oh, that was real bad. Yeah. That yeah. whole because they showed the father skinless and he did something you should never yeah, do. Yeah. <laughs> what sticks out for each one of you from this movie? It doesn't even have to be necessarily a scene. It can be just anything about the movie. Yeah, just in general, maybe. They killed off the characters fairly quickly. I didn't expect that. I thought they'd drag it out, but like straight up, Fish Boy was a thing, <laughs> <laughs> and then they they just kept coming, and then they got you right at the end. Quayley. <laughs> I guess the hopelessness of it and helplessness of it sticks out because I really thought the last girl was gonna make it. Yeah, they give you this uh, false sense of hope with the cops. Yeah. yeah, and then much later on too, with like, okay, she's out of it, but no, she's not. Nope. Yeah. So one thing I like about this film, probably the first thing that stood out too. I mean, aside from uh, watching it over several times, is there's a lot of foreshadowing in this film mm -hmm. that, upon first view, you don't really catch it, you know. But they're setting you up with these cut sequences and stuff like that too. So it's fun knowing those things and then seeing your guys' reactions. And I bet. It's a neat lull the way they pull you in with this film. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> does it change it any for you guys with this little bit of information? Baby is the director's wife. That lady? She's the blonde. Yeah. Oh, God, she was the worst. 
Just her laugh was. She's <laughs> Rob Zombie's wife. She's yeah. Rob Zombie's wife. Ugh, I'm getting chills. That doesn't change it's, anything. I would never look at her the same as. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, that's Rob Zombie's wife, though. That tracks. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. How will you guys look at uh, Rain Wilson from here on out? <laughs> Dwight Schrute. <laughs> I already knew he wasn't in great movies besides that. <laughs> I'm just going to think Fishboy from now on, which probably isn't the most flattering thing to think about, but I thought it was kind of funny. That was about the only humor in the movie. There's some intermittent stuff, you know, but that's another one we talked about with the previous one we just did, too, is seeing certain people who are more well-known now yeah. in these little-bit roles. Like Chris, Hardwick. Chris Hardwick. the nerdist, mm-hmm. is in this as well. Jerry. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's pretty neat. Uh, old Saber. Back when he was still kind of fat Remember Chris we Hardwick. talked about Private Ryan? The old Private Ryan? It's the dad in this film. Oh, that's right, yeah. Saving <laughs> Private yeah, Ryan. Yeah, Saving Private Ryan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the old Private yeah. Ryan. Oh, my God. Yeah, all it kinds of neat little me. cameos in this film, just because of music and movies. Rob Zombie's a huge horror fan. And, uh, yeah, with our old episode, we talked about all these homages he's paying throughout. So that's really cool. So, this movie has a sequel. Oh. Oh, you're kidding. Is anybody so, interested in watching it? <laughs> <laughs> Seeing how this plays out. And well, also keep in mind, problem. this movie was panned by Siskel and Ebert. Yeah, well. The sequel... They loved it. Loved by critics. Not just them. Across the board. Keep that in mind, yeah. I don't know. Like like I said, by the end of this one, I was jumping at everything. <laughs> and so I can't imagine that the second one, if it's even more beloved, I'd probably just do it sooner. Oh, they're also coming out with a third this year. <laughs> yeah. There's, yeah. There's a trilogy of sorts with these films. Just fun. So you've made it through two of them. I feel bad. You know what? I feel bad going into the last one, which we're not going to do tonight, as we pointed out. You guys are all neck and neck. We'll figure out when we can do this again to break this tiebreaker. But, but right as right as the movie started and the Captain Spaulding commercial popped on, Dylan said something. I'm going to apologize ahead of time, but the tiebreaker might be the one that puts Dylan out. You kind of tipped your hat a little bit. Was it the clown thing? It was the clown thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It was the clown thing. I, I I can't sugarcoat it because the name isn't going to give it away. But next, you guys will be doing Terrifier. I've never even heard of that. Yeah, I don't know her. Yeah, me either. But <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, and I I do think this is where we. Ooh. Yeah, I feel like that one is really going to be the tapping scale for probably all of you. At I'm, what point? It, We'll see. I'm kind of glad, though, that we have to do it a different day, because I'm going to be curious to see what you guys say after you've sat on having viewed these movies for a bit. I will say... It's a heavy meal. I want to see if you guys end up with nightmares. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Tyler. Sorry. Okay. No, that's fair. I'll hey, Haunted Mansion up. nightmares. That's true. That was for literal years. Yeah, see? So. <laughs> well, we've got something to fill the void in the meantime. Yeah. You know, add fuel to that fire. Now, there were some certain parts where I was giggling. I mean, not quite at you guys, but I was thinking, all right, so you've seen what's arguably the goriest film in horror, and then you've seen also one, too, that gets panned, but it's one of our favorites. So now you've got, like, two off of our bucket lists. Are you guys worried about me now? Because you guys didn't do well with that That's movie. That's what I was thinking. I was like, no, they're going to have a whole different idea of what we're into <laughs> I'd be lying a little what bit subject people to. <laughs> if I didn't say that I had a thought at one point in the middle of the film that like 
Tyler mentioned he has he's had it on in the background before. Yeah. I'm like, never in a million years could I watch this again. Let alone oh, have it on in the background. I'm so glad I was behind you guys. I was dancing along with baby. I was mouthing like yeah. every other word in the movie. There's quotes, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because we talked about the fact that we've had the sequel's on. even more quotable. Oh yeah. Oh damn it, I was gonna That's all right, but they just tipped it. So the person who wanted to see you guys, you all work with who wanted to be here, and this is literally one of his favorite like movies. It might be his Not just horror, horror movies, just movie in general. Jeff. Jeff? 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 What? Yeah. For real. Oh my god. What? Yeah, so here's a little trivia that you can share with him. <laughs> so he said when he was living, I think when it's in Butte, he said that he would literally watch this every Saturday night with like he and his friends. Mm-hmm. They would watch this, and I think Freddy got fingered like back to back. That was their mainstays for i think is it seven months straight oh god yeah so uh yeah he'll be interested to hear what you guys have to say about this film Plenty how does that make you guys think about jeff now family jeff family guy that's family literally kind of how i see him like i i know him by that so knowing that like this is something he would watch constantly makes you think about people <laughs> and also that he wanted to witness this too yeah yeah I think everybody he, wanted to witness this. He wanted to see your guys' face when Mama Firefly kissed little boy at the dinner. Pickled baby. Yeah, the pickled baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that, that was weird. They just glossed over that. But how do you sit at that table when you see that? Yeah. Oh, that was well, great. have very many places to go at that point. That's <laughs> weird. So about that scene, we can make this that scene a little bit heartwarming yeah. for you guys. When they filmed that scene... They had, were all sitting at that table anyway because it was Tiny's birthday that day. Yeah, so the actor and they had Tiny. just gotten done having his birthday cake and like gathering around and like celebrating with him, and then they filmed that scene. Yeah, it was like one of the oh, first. That's nice. Yeah, it was one of the first scenes they shot. Well, no, so. no, no, no. Yeah. Doesn't distract. Yeah, doesn't detract. I, know, <laughs> <laughs> no. I thought it was heartwarming. Yeah, I like Tiny. No, I seeing Tiny around. He unfortunately passed, but yeah. Well, yeah, uh, Grandpa's passed too. Yeah. But, are you guys familiar with Bubble Boy, by any chance? Jake Gyllenhaal? The... He's in it as well. Tiny. Yeah, not John Travolta. No, <laughs> no, that's a different one. No, it's just fun seeing people in different genres and then seeing them, like I said, once again in horror or something. Like, unfortunately for Tyler and I and fans alike, it's kind of a bastard child of cinema. Sure. But once again, like I said, it's an interesting thing because it's a launching pad for a lot of people. Once again, not that it's a launching pad of sorts, but Dwight True. <laughs> fucking hardwick man because i was still fat hardwick i mean he was famous but yeah are you guys more or less likely now to listen to rob zombie probably neutral (laughs) i kind of figured that would be the the yeah i I figured that'd probably be the answer but i had to ask it was a rob zombie fucking joint so So and he makes music yeah would you recommend this to any of your friends or family for sure i know definitely a couple friends that would like this much much more and so I'd definitely tell him. Again, I don't think I'd watch this again. It Dylan, might be by the way, I him. want to point out that you were really close with, like, the serial killer, like, building <laughs> up over time House of a Thousand Corpses thing. It's a serial killer family. Way to go. It's all yeah. right. I nailed it. It's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, would you recommend this one? That's not a look of confidence <laughs> at all. I know, it's like you're going through the Rolodex of names. <laughs> Probably not. No, I can't really think of anyone. 
Will you tell anybody that you watched this film outside of our group of friends? Yeah. <laughs> be like, I, I saw that movie. Yeah. Let me go. We made it. I'm a hard movie. ass. <laughs> so my friends would also just say, I've also never heard of it, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but now mine can't make fun of me. Be like, have you seen that's, House that's of a Thousand true. Corpses? Well, I didn't think so. That's true. Well, see, these are writing rights now, too. And that's right. It could be one of those things where they're like, whoa, you've seen that film? Hard ass. Let me introduce you to it, <laughs> even though I might not watch it with you. Yeah. Yeah, just like, rent the DVD. You'll have a great time by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> this is what the book The Secret is about. So you just leave it there on the table. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Are you guys now more or less excited to go into round three? Yeah, last film for this round. Less excited. <laughs> I'm a little more excited because nice. the first one definitely had more moments where I wanted to tap out. Yeah. But the second one was like definitely building to it. And so yeah. if the third one is like kind of a combination of the two, I imagine it's going to be pretty difficult. <laughs> Actually, the scene in that movie that made me the most tense was when they were drawing out the cop killing scene yeah. so much and then it was just the like oh. fireworks noises. I was getting so tense. That is my second favorite movie scene of all time that doesn't matter what movie yeah, I just so drawn out yeah and uh, it's one of those teetering moments too you don't know whether or not you're gonna see it if it's gonna happen and then it happens and it's like oh God. yeah they do a yeah. good job of just giving yeah. you just a little context yeah and the music too the music choice it's, you don't good. hear all of that stuff until that at the end yeah so yeah that's one of those things I like a device in, in film shake out dancing I heard somebody walking outside yeah <laughs> When everything went quiet there, I was like, oh shit, are they even breathing? God damn, somebody died? <laughs> Is my house suddenly the house of fucking three corpses? The movie, so it drew, drew me in, and I was just like, in a ball. That's that's how I coped with this I like one. it. I like watching, too, like, whether you guys realize it or not, there's moments, I mean, I'll do it, too, where you kind of tense or hold yourself, or and you don't realize that you're doing it, and you're like... That's what I like watching, too. It's like, <laughs> yes, it's got them. Well, thank you guys once again yeah, for showing up. Thanks for having Our 100th us. episode for agreeing to be part of this. Yes, thank you. Kind of our guinea pigs. <laughs> Honestly, after watching you guys, when we put other people through this, I'd say we'll probably flip Dead Alive in House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, yeah, and that's fine. Thanks to you guys. Yeah, no, fine I'm, too. I'm highly impressed that you guys... Sat through them all. I've really, oh, I was really hoping somebody would go out on the, on the kissing <laughs> through the dad. Yeah, that or the that or the Doctor Satan first reveal. The first Doctor Satan reveal too, but yeah, yeah, it's eh. always good. Oh well, ooh, Doctor Satan, <laughs> such awesome fucking character design. Anyway, sorry, I love this movie. You guys, that's um, okay. That's, it's prevalent. It's nice to see the uh, <laughs> the love. Okay, Danny, I do, before we go completely away, yeah. I do have a question for you. Me and you grew up with this movie on DVD. Yeah. yeah. How did you like that? Oh, yeah, that's, that's something we talked about, too. So I own this on DVD and seen it, I don't know how many times. So, yeah, seeing this transfer of it and seeing more of the detail and the fluidity, you guys got to see a special version of it. <laughs> Not well, the greedy version of it. Best one when we could. Yeah, no, so I, I, I thought it looked really good. Oh, Captain Spaulding's is so pretty. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, so, like I said, I'm highly impressed. Thank you for joining us. It's been a lot of fun. I hope you don't think any less of us. <laughs> no, it's all for fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like I said, keep in mind, it's film. 
these people do stuff outside of this. It's mostly makeup. And that's, that's, I, I literally had a conversation with somebody one time because they tapped out in an episode on Showtime like from a long time ago. Anyway, they tapped out because, yeah, it was extreme. I had to put it on pause and explain to them that these are actors. This is effects. It's like, yeah, it's not something I'm looking for outside of film. It's like, it's film. I know what it is, and I know where to draw was the line. that it was imprint, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I know I've mentioned that before on the show. We're not going to make you guys watch no, that one, but it, it does in, include a scene with a bunch of aborted fetuses being thrown into a river. It touches all mm. kinds of taboo <laughs> subjects. It was the only episode to be, <laughs> yeah. That's why he had to have this conversation just to throw For in sure. context. They're just fake fetuses. It's, okay. it's just, a bunch of them in a row. Yeah, <laughs> so many. Just so many. It's fetuses. Just, it's, it's a mold. It's <laughs> not a real baby. Sorry. <laughs> In the water. Yeah, it's biodegradable. Just really fucked up bath bombs. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's the thing. It's like once you kind of know a little bit of that, it demystifies some of the stuff that you see visually. So maybe that helps ease the burden. Not I want them to have nightmares. Stop it. I'm, I'm, no. I, <laughs> not to you. I don't want to. Just enough. Just enough. Jade you guys too much. But yeah, it was. It's been fun, and we've got one more to go. So. It's going to be fun to see who makes it out. Yeah. We'll figure that out off air, but we love all you guys. Hit subscribe if you haven't already. We would fucking love that. No matter how you're listening to us, if you just want to like try around different re- ways to listen to us, go to our website, www.friedsquirms.com. Up at the top, there's links to all the most popular listening platforms. Down at the bottom, we're always streaming the latest episode. In between, you can find links to the Facebook, to the Instagram, to the Twitter. You can contact us at the website or at squirmcast at gmail.com. That's all I got. Yeah, no, if you want to give us some suggestions, recommendations, if you just want to say hi... We're always up for that, so we look forward to emails. Give us more suggestions. Actually, we got one just a little bit ago, and so yeah. these guys aren't going to be the only ones watching extreme movies because we're going <laughs> yeah. to have oh, something dude, coming up exciting. very soon. So yeah. uh, we'll be going back to the world of unearthed films before too long. So that's going to be super exciting. We're going to be hitting Hitchcock next week. Ooh, classic. Get some birds. So you guys go check out the birds so you can listen to us talk about it. I'm Tyler. I'm Danny. You can say your names. Dylan. Quincy. Quigley. Pride (laughs) Squirms. Pride Squirms. Out.